This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. These are two beautiful, gorgeous ladies. I ain't going for two beautiful, gorgeous pod mommies. Because that's what I call, you know, fellow pod. <laughs> Casters that are female pod mommies. I got that from this podcast called Mandy B. Uh, one of them, I, I call her a mentor from afar, per se. I'm going to have to steal that. I like that. I was going to say pod mommies makes us sound like aliens or something. In a <laughs> In some sort of breeding kink fantasy. Oh my um, I've god! I've got that. So what's we we each have a different version. I've got the alien fantasy. You've got the breeding fantasy. So we're covered. Right. <laughs> See, I think this is gonna be a good show. I love talking to people that just as kinky, <laughs> as freaky, as crazy as, as I am. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So how you, are you ladies doing? How are you ladies doing today? How has your weekend been? Oh, it's been amazing, actually. It's been fantastic. <laughs> we, I'm still recovering. We, we were at mm. the dungeon last night, so we had uh, a lot of fun Dude, activities. Okay, um, okay. It, 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 tell us about the dungeon. I know there was some spanking going on. No, well, that's just Rara. I was the giver this time. I did not receive the spanking. I was the giving of the spanker this time. Oh my I, God. Um, I actually had two scenes. I did an impact scene where a friend and I co-topped another friend. Mm-hmm. And then um, my newest kink, and I'll try to, I'll try to keep this Dara clean so she doesn't pass out on us. Is, <laughs> Thank you. Is sutures. And, and what's that? Stitches. Oh, with the needles. With needles. I basically... The needles, of course, have the um, the string. Yeah. And this is thread. all medical grade. This is medical thread. This is all medical equipment. And it's put into my skin in such a way to create a design. And this time we created a heart. And then we also added some jewels on it. So it should be extra special fancy. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen it on Fat Life. And the, I'm not one to cringe. <laughs> I make a lot of people cringe, so I take no offense. But my but I'm all for it because see I'm a dom myself. So it's is it's nothing that don't shock me, but it's like when I see like the needle play, or oh, that kind of does make me cringe a little bit. But and I got to give it to the <laughs> ladies that do and guys that do that shit. They more braver than me. Like the most you know, I go is wax. I, I I can do the candle wax. That ain't nothing. I bet I could shock you. Go ahead. Uh-huh. And the humor's <laughs> starting. Rara gets it. You <laughs> <laughs> um, probably should explain to the poor guy. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. It um, probably has something to do with shock, shock therapy or an electrobe or, or something. Yep. That yep. I do electro play. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings mutual. I know that sounds, so nor- that sexy, sounds normal. <laughs> you, they they love you, and I scare them. It's pretty yeah. much par for no, course. What, 
I love you too, man. I love you too, baby girl. What are you talking about? Because okay. because to me, all kinks, and that's the thing that, that I always talk about on my show with with the people, is that I hate when people kink shame because mm-hmm. everybody has a kink, and that kink may not vibe with you, but it's their kink, exactly. you know. And everyone has a kink. I don't care. You can be a pseudo rock hard Christian that you have a kink. You just don't tell nobody about it. Oh, it's okay. I told a um, very vanilla person at my job that she has a breeding fetish because she said that she likes nothing more than when she's trying to have a baby. Like, that's when she gets the most horny. I looked her dead in the eye. I was like, you have a breeding fetish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she goes, what the hell is that? I'm like, okay, well, we'll do a little explaining. But, yeah, that's you. Pretty much, yeah. Because and I'm gonna tell you what's funny. I had couples come to me talk about some. Yes, we want you to be a breeder. I was like, okay, you know we got to sign some paperwork because I'm not about to go on child support. <laughs> <laughs> if we gonna do all that, no. Because and that was funny because that actually became a very popular kink in the past couple of years was breeding, and I just find that it just funny that. Um, that's why there's a lot of mixed babies in the world because there's a lot of couples that breed that want a mixed baby. <laughs> Shoot. There's your pro-life argument, people. There you go. Yeah, so no, that, go that's not one of the kinks I have, actually, but one of the very well, few kinks I don't have. Technically, I don't either. That would be my husband. Oh, so so he had to breed a king. He wanted to, he, he wanted to knock you up as much as possible, huh? Yeah, pretty much. See, that means she got good put put people. She got good poom poom. I like to think so. <laughs> he, he, he be at work with like, yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get me another boy. We're gonna have twins just go around, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well let me do these particulars and we can get this fun show on the road, ladies. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm and get a profile or download the app on your phone today. I'm your host, Kevin Alva, Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. If you heard this show, you know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Also, I got three wonderful sponsors to tell you about. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, LSworld.com. Next up, the hottest adult magazine on the web, eroticismmagazine.com. And for you content creators and consumers, I got a new place for you. For content creators, 90% profit, no hashtag issues, and they even offer health care. And also, they're black-owned. And for you consumers, a new place for you to consume your S content. I'm talking about excitebunny.com. Whether you're a content creator or consumer, go ahead and get a profile today. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go to shopgwdistrict.com and buy black from over 500 black-owned retailer shops and boutiques. Also, check me out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, not Saturday or Sunday, on FullySwapRadio.com. Also, check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com, as well as the BGPLLC app. Try saying that seven times fast. And I am sitting here with two gorgeous, beautiful ladies who are podcasters, and I'm going to step back and let them introduce themselves. 
All right. Well, I am Princess Rara, one half of the Pink Kink podcast. And I am Dara, the other half of the Pink Kink podcast. Most definitely. And I ran across them on Twitter. I have listened to their podcast, and these ladies are hilarious. And trust me, if you saw, if you took a look at them, you wouldn't believe how freaky these ladies are. And I love it. So, <laughs> well, so, what, so tell me about your first experience in kink. Oh, hell. Well, um, public or private? Uh, <laughs> I the funny story is is I I am not a toe dipper. So when I decided to get involved in the kink world, I dove off the deep end head first and haven't looked back. So um I met a Dom, I went straight to the dungeon, took my clothes off at the dungeon and started doing scenes and haven't haven't stopped. Oh my god. Some goodness. of us think she's drowning, but that's okay. No, no. <laughs> She's gonna need a flotation device other than her boobs at some point. I was point, gonna say my boobs are my my boobs are my flotation device. They do just fine. <laughs> well, 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 apparently you you didn't just jump in. You jumped in head first. You did the, oh, yeah. you, you did the Shira dive into the water move. That's what you did exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm a big believer in trying everything three times because mm-hmm. the first two times. You know, maybe you weren't with the right person. Maybe it was just an off day. So until you've tried it multiple times, you can't really decide whether or not you like something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dar is very different. Uh, as if you have listened to the podcast at all, you know, we are everything about us is total opposite of each other. Mm-hmm. So I am a toe dipper. <laughs> Ever since I was little and actually like trying to go swimming, I would put my feet in and be like, okay, it's too cold. I'm going to back up. Oh no. And then I would go in a little more. Oh my God. It's really cold. I'm going to back up. Uh, so I started when I was 19 mm-hmm. and I hate telling this story so much, but it's so pertinent. I did a thing and a, Oh God! I was like I said, I was nineteen. You got to just tell the story. Oh, come, come on, do on. It. All right, you start. Yes, we love stories. We love. We, my, my listeners love stories, baby. We love stories. I am gonna start blushing in a second. I shaved my pubic hair in the shape of a heart. <laughs> Don't ask me it's why. Sexy. I have sexy. no idea why I decided to do this. Something other than a landing strip, I guess. And I told this old high school friend about it. And he goes, oh, my God, I really want to see that. And I'm like, haha, no. And he goes, please, I'll do anything. And I went, anything? <laughs> Just look at her face, tell me that it was something <laughs> fucked up. But go ahead. Really? Anything? He goes, yes, anything. Okay. So I had him strip naked and get in the shower while I was fully dressed watching. And mm. I had him just do what I told him while he was in the shower. And it turns out I really liked being dominant with that kind of power. And he really liked being humiliated. (laughs) See, something told me you was a dom. You just have a look of a dom. Okay. (laughs) You be sitting there eating popcorn popcorn like, okay, I need you to clean my house, fucker. 
Oh, I did that too. I put eventually I put him in my red lace thong and tied a belt around his dick like a leash and had him cleaning things. See, I I, I already got a crush on you already. Okay. So here's a question <laughs> for you. Powerful woman. Here's a question for you. What does Rara look like? <laughs> she's submissive. I can tell you, I can tell she's submissive. It's sweet at the most, but it's submissive. Okay, I am so, the most fucking dominant person you'll ever meet in your entire life. And actually, we're both switches. Oh my goodness! When I am a, I am a dominant who likes to bottom. Mm-hmm. Is as is mm-hmm. our friend described to me. Mm-hmm. I will walk. I will walk into a room and I will somehow end up in charge, whether I intend to or not. That's because nobody else fucking wants to. <laughs> See, to, to me, I to me, I like female doms because they they are very when, when female doms compared to male doms to me, y'all are way more stronger dominant than the men to me, um, and more powerful because uh, you know what I'm saying one. Women to me, their energy is more powerful than men's energy. You know, sorry, fellas, don't get mad, but it's the fucking truth. <laughs> because if let's be honest, uh, we get pussy when it's available, they get dick when they want it. So that tells you right there, you know, period. I always got a joke. I meant to do this as a TikTok. I wanted to say, hey, look, this is my coffee cup. Then I put down my wife's coffee cup. That motherfucker about way taller and way bigger than mine. And I said, who you think runs the house? <laughs> you know, period. And to me, what do you for you get when you dominate? I get Ooh, my way. We just did an episode on this. <laughs> I get my way. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I'm called a princess. Mm-hmm. Mm. Most definitely. Most definitely. So do any of y'all have subs, submissive slaves? Um, at this time, no. No. I don't. Mm. But in the past, I've had. Yeah. Me too. We've, Me too. We've shared some. Ooh. Oh, that's a that's a fun story since since your listeners like to listen to stories. Dar and I had, um, we called him. Baby, baby, baby fireman. fireman. Um, yeah. This cute, adorable young boy. He's like 23. And, right? 23. <laughs> and Dar loaned him out to me because he's a service sub and he wanted, that was like one of his fantasies to be loaned out. So he came to my house, stripped to just his underwear, and he cleaned my floors and did my laundry. And since he was such a good boy, he was rewarded by giving me oral sex. But where it went horribly wrong is when I looked at him and I said, wow, I'm going to be your Mrs. Robinson. And he looked at me and he goes, who's Mrs. Robinson? And I just said, oh, dear fucking God, you might just be too young for me. (laughs) (laughs) He's way too young. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
<laughs> that's the worst when you give like an old reference and the motherfucker look at the motherfucker look at you like, okay, who is that? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh, I oh, it with Dara. Yeah, Rara's got a great another great story about that with me. When I mentioned Rock Hudson and she didn't know who Rock Hudson was. And I still haven't forgiven her for that one. Neither has my mother. Rock Hudson. I knew who Rock Hudson is. <laughs> I'm sorry. My dad, my dad used to watch the hell out of some of his shows and movies. I'm a millennial. <laughs> sort of. She said sort of. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, me, um, I think, well, in the lifestyle, my first time was actually when I was in porn. Um, when I had my first slave, that was the first time I really delved into the Dom side of things, but I always been curious. I already researched it and everything. Um, and to me, it was always about the power exchange because a lot of times, especially with men, Dom, they automatically think that you're supposed to have sex with a slave. You're not supposed to, you know, actually they're supposed to be, like you said, a gift, you know, Mm -hmm. why do you think? When it comes to women doms, do they look to have sex with their, their male slaves? Because I think the men look more so than the women do. Um, well, my my dominant, my submissive was female. Mm-hmm. So um, part of what she had to do for me was, was service me sexually. Mm-hmm. 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 But I have, I'm a very, my belief as a dominant is I am not into cock and ball torture. Mm -hmm. I feel you need, I feel you need to be nice to the cock and the balls and then they'll be nice to you. No, no, no. They'll be nice to you in return. She was torture them. I play bucket. Oh God. (laughs) He made my ass cringe. (laughs) (laughs) Everything Rara says, I'm going to say the opposite. Just so you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just um, I feel you need to be nice to them. Yeah, but even though there's guys that that enjoy that because it's like it, it's just funny. Be like you can kick them as hard as shit and they come on themselves. Yeah, I, yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that CBT. Mm. So I I like it. I think it's fun. So I, so how did you get to the? What made you wanted to dab into the electricity part of things? Um, porn. <laughs> there you go, people. Go ahead. I was watching, um, oh my gosh, what was it? It was an affiliate with, like, it was part of kink.com, or what was that one? Um, it was Wired Pussy. Mm-hmm. And I just thought this was so fascinating, and it was just really, really cool, and I loved watching it. I had so I watched so many of these videos. Oh my god, it was it was bordering on an addiction at that point. <laughs> and then one day I went to a convention. It was actually a steampunk convention. And at 10 p.m., which is way later than normal like seminars and Past classes. Your bedtime. Not at the time. <laughs> now it is. I'm old. But at 10 p.m. they had this one class and it was like rated R and it was how Victorian medicine evolved into modern kink. I'm like, well, shit, I like Victorian stuff. I like kink. I'm going to go to that class. And there was a professional dom, like was literally hired out for like parties and all this other stuff. 
and he had all this equipment, BDSM equipment, and would explain why it was from Victorian era. Mm-hmm. And I became like completely enamored with this stuff. And one of them was a violet wand. And I was like, I know what that is. I've seen it in porn. I know exactly what that is. <laughs> and he says, does anybody want to try it out? And I like stood on my chair so fast. I was like, oh my God, I need this. I need this. And he ran it across my steel boned corset. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was so good it was so good and then i'm pretty sure that after that i'm well i i moved out of that state and then i came here and i met somebody else and i was like hey we should go to this thing at this club that i heard they're having a sale and they're i found a violet wand kit i bought it and I haven't looked back. And that was like seven years ago. Oh my goodness. Maybe eight. Oh man. Yeah, because um I interviewed Dart Tech and uh he does a lot of the electric stuff. And um he'll he will he will bound the girls and you just shock them. And that shit just so cool to me. <laughs> he does a wild shit. Yeah, one girl literally got naked. Had to hold her pee. <laughs> she had to drink water. That was the scene. Ooh. No, thank you. Like, I was like, yeah, oh my water goodness. sports is a hard limit. <laughs> oh, shoot. I still have yet to do a water sport with somebody. And and I've been in porn 15 years. Like, uh, because, um, to me, I'm, I'm always, I was into bondage. Because I'm still trying to learn, you know, you know, the different knots and all that good stuff and everything. And I'm always learning within the lifestyle. And one of the things, which I'm glad I got two female doms here, is why is it in this age, ladies are more confident sexually and more open sexually? You feel what I'm saying? In in more recent years. Because it seems like even when I think about when I interview the porn stars, a lot of the porn stars that get into the business late, like in their late 30s, 40s, mid-30s, they seem to be more confident in themselves sexually than the younger ones. Why do you think that's the case? Well, isn't well, it that, that definitely happened peak? with me? Mm-hmm. It's well, I don't think it's so much peak. It's you know yourself better. You know what you like, what you don't like. Hopefully you've spent time masturbating and you figured out your body. And you can share with your partner what it is. Um, you know, there also comes a point as as the older one of the two of us, there just comes a point when your attitude is like, fuck it, let's just try it. I mean, I was pretty, I wouldn't say rep- repressed because I've always enjoyed sex a lot. But I didn't really go crazy with stuff and try new things until until I was older. I mean, I met my current partner. I was his fluffer at a gangbang. Look <laughs> at his mouth. <laughs> Wait a second. You okay, so a fluffer at a gangbang. <laughs> yeah. Was this being filmed or did we just? Uh, no, it was okay. So I actually had seen him at a party a couple of months before, and the man is gorgeous and he's he's built he's a former football player and it's the type that I like and I saw him across the room and I turned to my other friends and I went I want him and I went and introduced myself but nothing happened that night and then a couple of months later a friend of ours was having a 40th birthday party 
And for her 40th birthday party, she wanted to have a gangbang. So I was part of the committee to help get things set up. And somebody said, we need some fluffers. And just to show you how little I knew, I said, what's a fluffer? And when, then they explained it to me. And I went, oh, I said, well, who would I be fluffing? And they showed the pictures. And he was one of the pictures. And I said, oh, him. I'll fluff him. <laughs> and I did a parent. Like, come here, let me get you right. Yeah. Like, and I, well, let me tell you, I did such a good job. We've been together now five years. So, yeah. Obviously, obviously, he probably forgot about the game, babe. I'll be over there in a minute. No, no, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. No, I'm coming for real. No, literally, I'm coming, mother. I'm coming for real. <laughs> I'm going with her. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, and and <laughs> now he's a, he's a swinger, not a kingster. So mm. I've gone with him to swingers events, and as I always joke, I I've swung, and it was fun. And I didn't, you know, it's not something I would have done 15, 20 years ago, mm. but now. Now I feel very confident and comfortable in being sexual and just trying out whatever I want to try and fucking whoever I want to fuck. Yeah. Cause, cause I think when women get to a certain age, they just don't give a shit no more. The, the shame exactly. is gone. Basically. The shame is gone. You know, kids grown, mom and daddy probably ain't here no more. <laughs> shit, why not? <laughs> yeah. That's how I look at it. So I, the ones I've been to a couple swinger parties, but what I hate is what I hate with when we come to swinger parties when dudes come in automatically thinking they're supposed to get the pussy. They're supposed to automatically they, because I paid this much, I supposed to fuck. Not realizing you got to actually still woo the ladies in there. You got to still interact and talk, you know. Period. And um. Because even from talking to different people, such as my man Amari the Rebel and um, Doc Chocolate, shots out to, you know what I'm saying, Bulls and Queens podcast as well as Tribe Chat, that they throw a bunch of swinger parts. We had the conversation about swinger parts in the whole nine or what have you. So to you, what makes a great swinger party? Well, I like pretty people. So if there's a lot of really pretty people for me to look at, then I'm much happier. <laughs> she likes her eye candy. I do like my eye candy. Um, oh my and it's just, it's about consent too. I mean, I know that there's differences between the swinger and the kink community, but I think the consent model of the kink community is much better. Yeah. And which, so the particular, right. The particular place that I go is a place called fantasy house. That's actually a mixture of, kink and swingers so they they go by this they go by the kink consent model which i appreciate i actually i go there and i demo top for impact so i'm introducing impact to the swingers which is a lot of fun so have any of y'all pegged a man me how do i figure you the one that pegged how do i figure you the one that pegged <laughs> Some told me you had big dick energy. <laughs> I have several big dicks. Oh my god! Oh yes, <laughs> I can vouch for it. I've been on the receiving end of one of her dicks. The purple yeah. one. There he goes again. This face. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love these. I love these ladies. So how in the world? How? Well, okay. 
Well, which How story do you, do you want first? The purple? <laughs> we should start at the beginning with the first time. Uh, Let's go okay. back to Baby Fireman. Yes. Uh, okay, so after Baby Fireman was done, uh, well, after Rara was done, Mrs. Robinson and Baby Fireman, yeah. uh, I got, they texted me and they were like, well, this is happening. And I was like, well, shit. I'm jealous. Sorry. I want to join in. Out. It really was. I drove, what, 40 minutes to get to your house? Mm-hmm. And then Baby Fireman was like, uh, I have to go do fireman stuff now. Yeah, he was an actual fireman. Mm-hmm. He was just 23, 25. I don't know how old he was. Really 23. cute. 23. Trust well, me. Okay. I remember. He was so cute. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then I was like, I brought my bag and there's, a, but I want to do stuff. And then Ra Ra, very, very yeah she was like well um i i've never tried that can we try it i was like of course we can try it i got you you know what if you can't fuck your friends with a strap on who can it was the point right (laughs) (laughs) so i'm pegging her going doing things you know she's really easy so it was fine i am I'm not and, cute, but I am easy. <laughs> <laughs> and I took a picture, uh, like a POV picture of. Damn, my ass looked good. Oh, it really did. I oh, took a damn good picture. It's actually on FetLife. So, Ooh. but it's but it's me with my strap on, and my purple dick, mm-hmm. doing her from behind. No face, no nothing, just her ass, my purple dick. And, and here's the other thing. I am an extreme exhibitionist, so mm. I'm ready to post this. And Dara's like, just don't tell anybody it was me. I said, <laughs> All right, I, I won't. That's not a problem. I'll just post the picture. I don't even need to caption it, let people figure it out. And somebody made a comment about, like, the lucky guy who got to do that. And now Dara decided, wait a minute. I posted <laughs> I was like, hey, who says it was a guy? <laughs> Do you not see the teal panties and the purple dick? <laughs> so they thought it was a purple dude. <laughs> I don't know what they thought. Maybe they thought it was a purple condom or something. Oh, my but... God. Wait a second. They couldn't tell the difference between a real dick from a purple dick. What the fuck? We're back, so well, we're back to the whole aliens. Maybe it was uh, yeah. just an alien with a purple Obviously, dick. Obviously, it was an alien. But Robert doesn't want purple dick alien. She wants pink dick alien. I do. So. I would really rather pink dick with a knot at the end. It's all okay. I have plans. <laughs> <laughs> when we get invaded by aliens, we'll just send Rara. It'll be fine. Send him over my way. Rara. I I haven't checked Rara them off like, my list Right here, yet. right. Right here, E.T. Right, right here. I'm good. <laughs> Let me so, sacrifice. I will sac- sacrifice myself for the people. Because, again, I'm a giver. <laughs> see, I can tell, Rod, that you, you, you have a booty. And I see both of y'all, big, you know, got big boobs and probably got booty and everything. No. Wow, no, actually. Oh, I have no booty, but I have gargantuan boobs. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've seen the. I, I, I've seen you on yeah. the on, on IG. I like that. Yeah. Big titties. She probably got some nice ones. <laughs> I got boobs and ass. So I figured that. I figured you had boobs and ass. You, you look like you got a nice little round, round scrumptious booty. The the hubby loves slacking it. <laughs> yes, he does. 
all the time. He's actually, he's more of a boob man. Uh, So I will come up to him when he's gaming or something in his office. And I'll wait until he's right in the middle of a raid with a, in a boss fight or something. And I'll just drop my tits on his head. (laughs) And he's like, I can't complain. I died, but I'm not going to (laughs) complain. Why why would he be mad? Because... There's like a woman coming in giving me head doing a video game, and I'm mad. Why the world you interrupting my Fortnite? Why are you gonna get mad? You're getting head. I'm saying, fuck a Fortnite. This is the right night. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made y'all decide to do a podcast? Rara, <laughs> that's me. Rara um, decided, and then I just got, I decided and roped her into it. She decided I that to- I had to join. Yeah. I had been listening to other podcasts about kink, but every time I listened to them, I was yelling <laughs> at it, going, no, that's not how we do it. No. And I just decided it was time to do a podcast to talk about the way we kink. I mean, most of these podcasts, when they talk about kink, they talk about it from a dom-sub relationship. And everything's about the dom-sub. We get together as friends and kink like other people get together and go bowling or go to the movies. Mm-hmm. It's it's not dom sub, it's top and bottom. And we're, you know, we do things in front of each other that maybe vanilla friends might not do, but why the hell not? And I, I wanted to just explain that to people and show them that there's a lot of different ways to kink. Mm-hmm. So why do you think people get BDSM mixed with kink? Because they, 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 they obviously two totally different sides of the spectrum in many ways. Um, they can be. I mean, for me, I use the terms interchangeably. I just tend to say kink versus BDSM because I you know it's easier. But yeah, it's it, it seems like with, yeah, well, say there you go. <laughs> Within the community, there seems to be, you know, if you ask five people, you're going to get five different opinions mm-hmm. about whether or not they're the same. Are they different? What's the difference? Um, you know, it's everything that I do for the most part falls under the SM, the sadomasochism Mm -hmm. part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done the bondage. I was very much involved with rope. I had an amazing rope top and we would do the most gorgeous artistic rope suspensions. Mm. Um, I've done DS on both sides. I've been the submissive. I've been the, I've been the dom. So I I've done it all. Mm. Mm. And, and you, Miss Lady? I, like I said, am more of a toe dipper. So there's, I have a lot more limits than Rah Rah does. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll refer to it as kink just because I think it's a more all-inclusive term with all the different stuff that is involved. Mm-hmm. Um, not that BDSM isn't inclusive. It's just, I, I like semantics. It's the word for me. I like it better. Um, but like I said, I, I've been definitely more of a dom my entire life. And then, but with my husband, I'm more sub on the day to day Yeah. because I chose to be, I specifically Mm -hmm. went looking for a daddy dom that I could have that with. Mm -hmm. Mm, Well, shit, I can sit here and say right now. My mistress is my wife because she's the dominant. <laughs> she, she, she's the dominant. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, that's what happened. I tried. I've had three doms. And the only reason they were they could dom me is because I was like kind of going, all right, sure, I'll do that. I'll try that. It's yeah, finding finding a male who who I will be willing to really submit to is is so far and few between. I've just sort of decided, never mind. <laughs> because I, I think with a lot of people, because I had this conversation before, I said the biggest mistake that especially male doms, I don't think female doms make that mistake. Subs choose the dom. It's not the other way around. Well, you choose um, each other. Yeah, yeah, true. But it's, to me, it's dating, but it's just with an extra layer. Yeah, because the reason why I say that is because submission is a strong energy change. It begins with the submission. I can't dominate you unless you submit to me. You know, period. It don't. It. it I can't. I can't dom somebody that haven't submitted. It. 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 it mm-hmm. That's why I said. I had this same conversation with Rhea Roxoff. Shots out to her. I said the Dom has the most power. I mean, not the Dom. The sub has the most power because he or she has to give up the most in the situation because they're completely submitting. You know, period. And we're receiving. Just like, you you know, they're giving, we're receiving. So, Mm -hmm. to me, um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, um, that's why I always tell any dom that I talk to is if someone they're becoming a dom, no, dude, you don't find a sub, they find you. If you do it the other way around, you're not being a dom. You you just dating. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I understand where, where your point is, what you're coming from. I think I've seen, look, there's, there's predators on male doms and there's predators on female doms. I've seen mm-hmm. both. I see a little bit more on the male predator doms than I do female, but they both exist. I think a lot of male dominants go into this to get their dick wet. Bingo. And they don't understand what it really means. One of the reasons I don't have a submissive right now is because I could not give a submissive the time and energy that they rightfully should get. And I couldn't do right by them. So I choose not to have a submissive rather than half-ass it. And I think male dominants are more likely to half-ass it. Yeah. Yeah, because even with me, like, I got a a male pig who, <clears throat> pay pig who sends me money for butthole pictures and shit pictures. And I need one, one of these those. Days, and one of these days he want me to shit on him, which I have no problem shitting on him. So he actually made he actually made a toilet seat for me. Wow! <laughs> to use, I was like, I got to steal a potty from the from my work. <laughs> you know, and that's the other thing too is that, um, I don't think women deal with this, but men do. When a man dominates another man, they consider it gay, which is not. You know, do women go through that same situation when they dominate other women? Oh, you're going to make me get up on my soapbox that B, that BDSM is not all about sex. And you can you can totally have BDSM and kink and never, ever have it be sexual. Sex. Yeah. Done that. Yeah, because it kind of like maybe because of that dumbass book and movie that came out. <laughs> I hate that damn book. Oh, 
my god she's going to explode she's smiling right now oh no you just you just stepped in it what you like no the book is the reason i got into kink oh okay so (laughs) i have a soft so i have a soft spot for it but i was also 50 Mm -hmm. i knew damn well that that was that that was fiction because trust me, if that was Stockholm syndrome. That was the fucking. But where was. the fuck do I get myself a hot, hunky billionaire with his own plane, yacht, and mansion? Because I want to <laughs> sign up for that shit. Oh my god, she! I ain't even gonna front. She put she she went from being a submissive to what a dom, literally. <laughs> you know what? Because honestly, their relationship was vanilla. With oh, just God, a little slap, with just a little slappy slap on the side. I just, I, I, like I said, it was to me. I said, this is nothing but Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> they put it in the book. <laughs> I think what people forget about it is it was a fucking romance novel, and yeah. it's written, it's written like a traditional romance novel, and it just mm. had some kink in the side. But it was the only way you were going to get the masses. To read it, I mean, right? It was mommy porn. That's what they called yes. it. That's how I found. That's yeah. how I found out about it. Another mom said to me, "Oh my god, you have to read this book." <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of like, but then people use it like a Bible for BDSM almost. That's the problem. Yeah, because I was like, no, this is not BDSM. People, no. no. I got the cookbook version. <laughs> the Fifty Shades of Chicken. Fifty Shades of Chicken. Yeah, I got fifty shades of pork chops, so we good. There you go. <laughs> Party time! Oh god! So, with the podcasting, um, with the stories that you're telling and talk about with kink, um, how free it feels that you get to talk about it. You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, the way that society treats women is that y'all not supposed to talk about your sexuality. It's too taboo. You're not supposed to be proud of, of, of your sexuality and all this. How good does it feel to be able to talk about it with your podcast? Well, it once feels- again, we deal with the fact that I'm old and I don't give a flying fuck. So I've been talking like that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, me too. It's just this is giving us just a bigger platform to talk about what we would talk about normally with our friends and so like the way rara and i do it is it's just the two of us in her studio talking to each other and rara and i did that for like five or six years anyway mm-hmm. it, we're, we're having the same conversation that we've always had except this time it's on a microphone mm. i think for for me personally what make what what i find the most amazing thing about it is not the free freedom of being able to talk about stuff that we've always just talked about But to hear the stories from people who were like, thanks to listening to you, I worked up the courage to try something I was afraid to try. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, thanks to you, you cleared up a misunderstanding and I was so afraid of this, but now I realize it's actually something I can do and something I'm interested in. Those are the stories that I love. I mean, Dar doesn't even know this, but I got, we got a message today. I hate when you do this to me. <laughs> this is what happens when I'm in charge of all the social media. I get but the messages. But you always tell me when we're live. Yes, because it gives a more honest response. 
She like me. I I, I pull shit on people during the show. They were like, Every I, fucking time. She's like, okay, we're recording. Dar doesn't even know this yet. Like, fucking <laughs> what, bitch? Because again, remember, I'm a sadist as well as a masochist. This is my sadistic side. You're so lucky that I'm a mental masochist. Yes, yes, I am. Anyway, got a lovely letter from from a listener who said that our podcast is like date night with their dom. And they set aside time once a week where they sit and they listen to it together and discuss it. And that's their date night. That's adorable. That is cute. We had had a fan give us presents last night at the uh, dungeon. Uh, Oh. You got little that is so hair cool bones. that y'all get to run into fans at the dungeon on top of that. Oh my god! Yeah. I, know that's- I will that's tell you the fan, weird. the fan girling has been the most interesting thing to get used to. With people coming up and going, "Oh my god, you're Rara, you're Dara, you're from Pinking Podcast. Oh my god, I'm meeting you. I can't believe I'm actually meeting you." Yeah, that's, that's been really, really hard to get used to for me as well. I'm just like we're kind of going, "Yeah, no, hi." Like. <laughs> What do you no, mean? I, I, I got y'all beat because you know I do. I, I mean, I'm retired from porn, and I'm walking from a food line to go back to my <laughs> room. I hear my real name is Bobby, but my porn name is Big Country. I hear Big Country, Big Country. Oh my God, it's you! I'm looking around like, what the fuck? What? The? It's a dude <laughs> at the Jiffy Lube doing an oil change <laughs> stop mid oil change to come talk to me. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you man, I've subscribed to you. I, I, I got a membership to your site, man. You be fucking the hell out of them big girls, bro. I love you, man. I'm like, I was weird, cool isn't it? Fans. I was yeah, walking it, it, out of a grocery store and I heard Dara and I went, oh shit, the Kingster. <laughs> Not the grocery store. Oh my God. What? Who is it? And it turned out to be our really good friend who does uh, kink toys. And I didn't know he lived like one neighborhood down from me. But my first reaction was, oh, shit, they found me. <laughs> you see, and that's the difference, because I'd be like, you found me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because even to me with podcasting, it's like part of the reason why I even started mine. Originally, I wasn't going to do no interviews because you know, I don't like people like that. But Neither were we. <laughs> But I enjoyed, like, you the, the stories. And two, especially being in the sex world, the sex worker world, where I come from, I wanted people to, I wanted to kill so many misconceptions about porn stars. You know, people don't realize we do work nine to five. You'd be surprised, people, how many porn stars you might bump into by going to an emergency room because healthcare is one of our favorite places to work. And um, <laughs> and also to normalize this a little bit, because it, it, you know even when it comes to the kink world, the BDSM world, people has misconceptions walking in, you know, and that's why I'm glad that all these podcasts are popping up when we talk about sexuality. A lot of porn stars are starting podcasts talking about the porn business and everything. So with you, what's some of the misconceptions y'all look to kill with your podcast? Oh, well, definitely that BDSM is all about sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that one I want to throw the fuck away. <laughs> um, also, that it's that DS is a part of all of it. 
that everything is a, that everything is about DS. Um, masochism. There's a lot of misconceptions about masochism that it has to be about really hardcore physical pain. Mm-hmm. Oh no, because um, because to me it's me it's more mental for me. Like like I tell anybody, Adam, if you're having sex a lot with your sub, you're not doing it right because it's about the mental satisfaction, the mental orgasm. You know, to see a female get on her knees and hold her hands like this, bow to me, use her as human furniture, you know, yeah. and kiss, kiss my ugly feet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it's it it's it gives me that mental name, you know, period. And I think the it like I said before, a lot of times people want to associate that with physical when it's all it's about the mental. Because a lot of times a lot of especially submissives they're dominant in their personal life. So they want to be submissive and service people in this life to fulfill themselves because they feel they should service. Because think about it. You have some of the most powerful men in the world submissives. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of my male subs have been very, uh, I don't want to say like powerful in their jobs, but they've been very um, rigorous. Yeah. They've had very rigorous jobs. Yeah, executives, firemen, policemen. Um, I knew a submissive who was a major in the army. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> I can, <laughs> some tell me he got pegged. <laughs> he did, and he liked I it. it. <laughs> I knew it. Stand to attention, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I had a marine for a really long time. He was an off again, on again sub. And he was actually my humiliation boy. And he really, really wanted me to tell him what to do, even if it was something that he would never do on his own in a million years. Mm. So, yeah, people, it was great. Yeah, because people want to give up power sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and which goes, and also, a lot of times, these guys can't go to their wife with their kinks. Because their wife gonna look at them stupid, so that's the reason why they come to go see female doms. Well, the Marines um, certainly couldn't go to his wife. Holy crap! <laughs> oh, I'm, I can imagine it. She probably looked at him like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" No, it's that's the one that I knew in high school, and I knew the wife in high school too. So, oh <laughs> no, because I can imagine a man telling his wife, "Yeah, you know, I kind of want you to stick a ten-inch dildo in my ass." I can imagine the face attention would make. Well, hold up, depending upon the wife, because if you got one of the wives like mine. Wife, if I, wife like Dara, she'd say yes. I'd be like, all right, I got five. Let's go. Pick one. I, I cannot say that to my wife. If I say this to my wife, before I can get out of my mouth, she don't she pull do out it? the deal, though. She already got the strap on. on. <laughs> no, but let's go. Let's go, God dang. Let's go. <laughs> I like your wife. I was like, damn, I didn't even get it out, shit. You just ready to shove it in my ass. <laughs> Now the most I let a girl do, she can rim me all day. You ain't going in my ass no deal though. No, I don't. I don't give a damn that it's not a gay act, which is another conversation I'll be having with people because it's nothing but an intense prostate exam. It's not gay. It's people don't. Words matter and technicality matters. Gay means it's a man fucking a man. No, it's not gay if. 
Daria is fucking me in the ass with a strap on. It's not. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm starting to see well, more it's a man and a woman. Yeah, and, and I'm starting on. to see what's crazy in the black community. More black men are into pegging. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> and more men in general are into pegging. Oh, I even yeah. know a couple of porn stars that, that, that down for pegging. And I would have never thought that they would be down for that shit. Oh, that's some good porn. I watched that too. Mm. Yeah, I'm laughing. My partner's black. He would never go for pegging. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> now, I've seen dudes trail have lingerie by getting pegged. Like lingerie with thigh high stockings. I'm sitting there like, okay, you really take it to the next level for this. Oh, <laughs> I've fucked sissy boys. I've pegged sissy boys. They're great fun. Oh, I believe it. So the, one, the one that I really want to always stop, the, I just want to circle back to it, is um, the, you know, the whole BDSM is this, and I don't, it's that um, littles and middles, everybody in the CGL realm yeah. are pedophiles, and mm. that's a hell no. Oh, no, my, my biggest thing I want to kill is, okay, look, Race play doesn't mean that the woman is a motherfucking racist. No. And what pisses me off is that it's the woman that catches the flack, not the black man that actually asks for the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I had, you know, friends in the business that they put up a race play scene, right? And they catch flack. Oh, that's just so wrong. That's messed up. This, this, this. And I'm like, okay, y'all gonna say something to the brother that allowed her to say the N-word to him? Apparently he was enjoying it. He was saying, "Say it more." <laughs> I, I assume there was consent and negotiations prior to that yeah. scene. So, yeah. Yeah, because to me, I think is that sometimes people don't understand they automatically villainize it. You know, it's just like I had this conversation. I had a huge argument. This was about a year and a half ago with this black dom. He was going in on a friend of mine. Thor Johnson shots out to him. And um, Thor called himself the king of spades. Now, this black dude posed to be a dom. Now, I said, wait a second. You mad because he says he's a submissive and slave to black women? Why are you mad? (laughs) (laughs) This is why I mean the misinformation that goes on. That you have people that claim they understand this lifestyle, but they don't. No, there's a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of assumptions. It's still very much fighting the male-dominant, female-submissive stereotype. Even when they accept a female-submissive, you know, right? Like, we'll talk, people will come to look at Dara, right? She's got these beautiful curves. What what are you, like, 5'9", something like that? Yeah, 5'8". 5'8", 5'9". She's dressed in, you know, in the leather. And they're like, oh, yeah, she must be a dom. And I come in, I'm five foot nothing. I'm going to be dressed in pink. There's going to be glitter and sparkles somewhere on me. I'm bouncing and smiling. And they're like, oh, well, she must be submissive. It's like, really? Let me take my beautiful pink sparkly toys. And I'm going to beat your fucking ass black and blue. You can't go by this. You can't go. I had a guy once, like I, we were doing a scene, and I said, "Do you want me to? Do you want handcuffs and be and 
I'll, I'll use the handcuffs and, and attach you to the St. Andrew's cross. He said, oh, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I gave him his first ever bruises that he's ever had in a scene before. He like said to me the next day, he goes, I am so sorry that I totally underestimated you. I'm like, yeah, I, you I, can, I can see why I didn't ever admit it. Uh, because you're walking in like, like a prince's sub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. You know, um, which which is funny because that I, I think you do that anyway to throw them off, but the 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 make oh, them think, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm, see, I'm the like, stereotype and she's the surprise. <laughs> the, well, the funny thing is, it's like people will do what Dara wants because they're afraid, right? She mm. she's commanded them; they want to do it. People do what I want because they don't want to see me unhappy. Yeah. You, uh... you, you, Right. So it's 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 just different. You you gotta use what God gave you. I'm five foot nothing. There's nothing physically intimidating about me. I I use what I got. Yeah, and I'm physically intimidating. No, especially in heels. You you you, you the one you the one I be the most attracted to. (laughs) I had I had a girl last night who actually thanked me for Mm. bratting to her. Because she was being kind of bratty, so I bratted back, and I won. And um, <laughs> she said, thank you for letting me do that. And I was like, it's cool. I made her sing the ABCs while I was electroshocking her. Oh, my God. That was a whole lot of fun. Oh, my goodness. So when it comes to um, the duties of your podcast, who does what? Robert does all of it, and I'm the sidekick there. <laughs> and that's how I like she's it. She's not wrong. Doris is all of our editing. She's our editing genius. She makes it all sound good. And I just oh take care goodness. of everything else. Except for a well, couple we... of episodes that we're, we will not mention. <laughs> <laughs> it, be glad you're not doing video because I swear it'd be like trying to find the time to do and, and edit like right now I got like three to four shows that I got to put together and I swear I'd be hating it I'd be like man I wish I had me a personal assistant right it's awful yeah, someday, you know, someday maybe we'll be big enough that we can hire a personal assistant shit if we get big enough we're hiring a, a editing person um, and then what will you do nothing <laughs> I will record with you Oh, gee, and I'll still take care of everything else. <laughs> crazy person who enjoys that. Um, okay, I like people. I'm a pe- I'm I'm an ex- as a friend calls me. I'm an extrovert. Yes, <laughs> I can see. I uh, yeah. So I do the editing. I'll do some of the research for certain episodes. Like if one actually intrigues me, I'll go for it. Um, but that doesn't. Because I'm I'm definitely a really good lieutenant. I do not enjoy being the leader. So I just and I'm I like, do. okay, rah, rah, do do the thing. Do the thing and I'll just uh chime in. I do I, I do all the social media. I come up with the majority of the ideas and the research behind them. I do the finances. I manage all of our, we have patrons. I manage all of that. Oh, wait oh, a minute. Do the stickers. I do, do the, the stickers. stickers. That's right. She mails out I, the pretty stickers. I had a patron, then I left Patreon, and now I'm on Spotify because now um, to Anchor, 
you can set up a subscription side of your podcast on Spotify yep. or whatever. We're on Anchor also. Yeah. And um, the only reason why I left Patreon. Uh-oh. He apparently also left us. It <laughs> <laughs> shit pissed uh, me the fuck off. I'm like, I can't even post. I can't even tell the people where to go find them out this motherfucker. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Just so happy Spotify started its subscription base. And it's cool. It's cool. It's stuff. I just wish they put a button on Spotify instead of you having to go and click the link in the description or whatever yeah. and everything. So, um, how often do y'all record? Because I know y'all got a regular show that y'all drop, but also you have your Patreon. So how do y'all balance and, and decide when you want to record and how much you want to record? Well, we we get together once or twice a month because we live we live a, a good like forty five minutes away from each other, and so we batch record. No, it's not awful. Um, and it's well, it's really easy for me because I don't have to do it. You come to me, so yeah. it's it's not a problem for me. Um, <laughs> I just and leave we, the dogs we, and I go to Bra Bra and yes, I make you coffee. Yeah, it's true. It's important stuff. Um, and then we'll batch record. We usually try to do at least we try to do three episodes when we record, mm. and then we're usually exhausted by the time we're done with that. By the end of the third one, we want to die. So I know, I know the feeling. But as far as how often, it depends on scheduling. Like, I like to have a backlog of things that I've edited so that just in case something happens, we've got them ready. So, like, if we're both on break or something from work, we'll record more often so that we have this, we have more to choose from. Um, This past weekend, this Friday, I realized that it was Friday and I normally have an episode that I give to Ravra on Friday so that there's a week in advance. And I mm-hmm. realized I didn't have one. And mm. I was Oops. confused. And I thought, oh, my God, what happened? Did we lose some? And then I realized, no, my dumb ass just forgot to do the editing that week. Mm. So I did I it between I Friday I, and today. By Monday, by Monday, I would have started to say, so uh, where's the latest episode? But I, I really try to stay out of the editing process. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Well, well, she does that so they don't leave stuff in that embarrass her. She leaves <laughs> stuff in that embarrass me all the damn time. You don't care. <laughs> she, like, she ain't really got that much of a filter, so what is she going to be embarrassed about? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's part of the other problem. I'm not exactly the type who gets embarrassed. Well, I've left in stuff like sneezes before because I thought it was yeah. funny. Yeah, that's what she has to do because I don't get embarrassed by what I do, you know, or say. So she'll try to leave it that I sneezed. Yeah. <laughs> or talk about talk about peeing her pants or something. Well, you know, when you sit for three hours doing the podcast, sometimes she got to go to the bathroom. It happens. And we've established water sports is a hard limit for us. So, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah hard limit. But, you oh, know, you know some of our, some of our best I stuff. The, what? I have the diaper. I'll just use one of the diapers. Oh, that's true. You but, sit there with a diaper on the whole time? Okay, you have to sit. As I said, I will try anything multiple times. And I've tried I've tried the adult diapers. That must give you props. Because fuck that. I will I'll take a break. <laughs> I have I, I won't I didn't say I've used them. I don't know that I could go so far as to use them. But it's nice to know that they're there in case of an emergency. 
I don't oh, want to get a diaper rash. No, thank you. Oh my god, god, uh, don't diaper rash. Mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> Jesus. Oh god. Mm -mm. No. Okay. I don't want to rash there. Period. Diaper or otherwise. Hell no. Shit, I remember one time when I <laughs> narrowed down there. I hated it. I did it for a shoot. <laughs> I'll never near again. I'll never, never reasons. No. Oh, never. You got to wax. See, this is oh, the no, fun I'm, part I'm of being a man. No, no, we're See? not wax. No, no. This, no. Is, this is the fun thing. The problem women, is being uh, a Women have a pain tolerance that men do not, and I'm sorry, waxing proves it. <laughs> For y'all to, to be able to take waxing, I give y'all props. Men, we be crying like a little bitch. Straight up. We be crying like kidding? a baby. My problem is I'm a masochist, and I'm embarrassed that my waxer's going to realize that she's turning me on doing that. So it's over. <laughs> and then there's me who can't even get a pedicure. <laughs> you say she can't even get a pedicure. Let alone wax. Dear God, no. Your feet ticklish? Oh, my God. That's oh, I've I've kicked them before and like basically told to leave. Like <laughs> it's not my fault. But I oh cannot my. wax. I cannot wax. I did my eyebrows a few times and they're no. I will not be waxing anything. No, I'm gonna tell you what's worse than the waxing. You ever seen the Indian rope burn, the stuff they be doing with the eyebrows? Oh, they, the I threading? Oh, the threading. Yes. I've I, never I'm done like, that. I'm like, like but I said, you talking to somebody pain. who on purpose puts Needles, staples, and sutures in their body. So, I, oh, I know you got to pay tolerance from hell. So, I'm not even worried about you. <laughs> yeah, it was actually kind of funny. So, last night I was doing the um, my suture scene, and mm. my needle, my, my top had asked if if I minded somebody watching. There was a guy who was a friend who's an EMT, mm. and he just was standing there looking at me as I'm doing it. He's going, "Damn." Because you taking that like a champ. <laughs> I had a guy freak out last night too on the uh, for the electro because I did one of my uh, multi people scenes like audience participation ones, mm -hmm. and we were playing Operation, and so the the bottom was live, and we put confetti on her, and then all the people could come up and pluck the confetti off of her, but they would get zapped while they were touching her and this guy kept going oh ee, ah, oh my god and i was like i was like you guys suck at this game and i leaned over and i used my tongue to pull up confetti and just kind of like you know did one of these and he goes yeah. damn <laughs> i love i love we have people that not used to it or they're new to it and they see this shit and they just have that shot look on their face like Oh, it's the mm -hmm. best part. Oh, my goodness. I remember I showed one of my friends um, a slut training video I did. He was like, she let you do all that to her? I said, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, she wanted me to make her cry, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Told me. No, slap me to make me cry. I said, you sure? <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> I am heavy-handed. just want to make sure. <laughs> But to me, I, to me, them the kind of fun, the fun submissives, the ones that love pain, pain sluts. Because mm -hmm. yeah, no matter I, what you do to them, they gonna enjoy it. 
Well, that's one of the, when I bottom, that's one of my, um, the most fun thing I like is to taunt my top to see if they can actually get me to a point where it's too much. I mean, I had a friend that we used to do scenes with. Now I'm a huge football fan. So is he, I'm a New York giants fan. He's a Dallas cowboy fan. So he told me he was going to keep hitting me till I said that the Dallas Cowboys were the best team there was. I said, well, I hope your arm's in good shape because I'm not admitting that. And sure enough, his arm gave out before I did. <laughs> yeah, it's like someone asking me, it's like someone spanking me, say, you going to say Duke is the best? I'd be like, dude, I'll break, my hip would break before that come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I called, I don't norm, I, I've, I've only called Red on a scene once, but I told him if he came near me with his Dallas Cowboy toy, I was calling Red. <laughs> that could not come near me. That is a true football fan, ladies and gentlemen, goddammit. Okay, but in fairness, let me tell you about the one and only time I've ever called Red. Oh, okay. The guy spilled water on my hair and messed it up. And just that was it. I was done. And that's the only time I've ever called Red. Wait a second. She gets needles. She gets spanked. And but took you don't her fuck hair with my wet. hair. You should. You, I, you, I'm a, you, I'm sound, a you sound like a sister. You sound like a sister. Guy. <laughs> I can respect that. No you mess with the damn like hair. Don't, don't, don't touch the hair, motherfucker. You can do what you no. want. Don't mm-hmm. touch, touch don't. the hair. I have respect I said, for that, yes. I actually said that to my husband today. Oh my I, god! I had a I had a slight headache this morning because I was like kind of seen. I was having seen hangover, mm. and he was trying to like you know squeeze my head and rub my head and stuff. Mm. And he he started to run his fingers through my hair, and I'm like, no 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 no, you're gonna make the curls frizz. Don't don't run your fingers. Don't touch the curls. No 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 no. We are not frizzing my hair today. I said I have a client, and then I have an interview. We're not frizzing my hair. Oh my goodness! No no. She said, you're not messing up the hair, motherfucker. I got to look nice. <laughs> that's, also, that's another hard limit. Don't touch oh. the <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's the first thing I ever saw. Well, shouts out to my girl, Giselle Lane. This dude had dreads. I swear to God, I was sitting there like, at first, I thought it was a chick she was banking. No, it was a dude. She had that dude got they back just bent off. <laughs> pulling his hair Digging the shit out of his ass with that strap on. I said, Sounds like a good time. Yeah, now the foot now with now the funniest one I ever heard when uh, a girl uh she said she had a client and she was like, Well, you gonna bring your own dealer? He was like, Yeah. She thought he was gonna bring a bullshit. No, no, this motherfucker bought eleven inch. How <laughs> big is my form? He said he Damn. took that shit like a champ. <laughs> Was backing it up and everything. I said, yeah, he's experiencing packing. Yes, he, he enjoys being packed. That's a man that loves it. We, we we know somebody like that who has taken some huge oh, yeah. dildos. Oh, yeah. Was that the like, one that rode the Sibian at your party? Uh, he has and yeah. other things. Like, even yeah. I, like, have backed away going, oh, no, 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 no. I'm I'm not taking that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, I'm, a man taking the Sabian. Oh my! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That was our after party. Was watching him ride a Sibian. 
See, I need to come to y'all play. I need to come to y'all parties because, uh, God dang. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, we came to an end of another show. Um, oh, I have uh, another show that I have to do, but I want y'all <laughs> ladies to come back straight up, you know? We would and, love that. And I always ask this of every guest Can I call you a smoke buddy? Sure. Yeah, see, that's the name of my, my guest, the Smoke Buddies. And y'all heard it first, people. Y'all heard it. I'm going to have both of these lovely ladies back on the, on the Smokers Lounge. And even we'll have them on the Premium Smoke Room. That's right, $4.99 a month. You get to listen to seven premium podcasts. My dumb ass up there doing this. Seven premium podcasts for you to enjoy. And I'm going to bring them on maybe probably... My homegirl, Princess Havoc, I think y'all would, I, y'all three, that's going to be hilarious. I'm, I'm just going to shut up and let y'all talk, because I know they're going to be funny. <laughs> oh, another princess. All right. Cause, I cause, love cause it. She, she, she wide open. She a good country girl, too. So, And um, we're definitely going to bring them back for the Premium Smoke Room and the Smokers Lounge. So with that being said, tell everybody where they can find y'all, follow y'all, and listen to your wonderful podcast. Uh, they can listen to us on, we're on all the major apps. Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and so on. You can check out our website at pinkkinkpodcast.com. We are on TikTok as Pink Kink Podcast 2.0 and Instagram and Twitter as Pink Kink Podcast. No doubt. And there you go, people. I enjoyed these two ladies. It was a wonderful threesome for sure. <laughs> I do like and- a good threesome. Me too. Oh, me too. I love it. I love it. Most definitely. So with that being said, people, you know how we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Ladies, say goodbye to my listeners. Goodbye. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right